Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Jason Demers of Email Analytics. Jason, it's awesome to have you on the show. Hey, Gresh. Awesome to be here. Thanks a lot for having me on. No problems. The pleasure is definitely all ours. And before we jumped in, I want to read a little bit more about Jason so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. And Jason is the founder and CEO of Email Analytics, an email productivity tool that visualizes your email activity or that of your employees. He is a longtime columnist for Forbes, Inc., Entrepreneur, Business Insider, and various other major media publications where he has authored over a thousand articles over the last 10 years covering marketing and entrepreneurship. In 2010, he founded a marketing agency that made the Inc. 5000 before selling it in January of 2019. Jason, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Absolutely. Let's do it. Let's do it. So to kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more about what I call your CEO story. We'll let you get started with the business. Yeah, absolutely. So essentially my business email analytics started, it was born really of a problem that I discovered as I was working on my marketing agency. So my marketing agency was completely, we were completely remote. All our employees were distributed around the world and everybody worked from home. And what I found was that I needed a good way to track, monitor productivity and activity to sort of see how's everybody's workload. Does everyone have enough to do? Does anyone else need more to do? Things like that. What I, I couldn't really find a good tool because, you know, tracking hours is just kind of a, it's kind of a pain. I wanted something that would sort of automatically deliver a report to me based on, you know, without my employees having to do much work on their end. Mm -hmm. And what I realized was that, in my business, all of my employees, almost all of their activity had some way to do with email. So whether they were communicating internally or with leads, clients, vendors, or other stakeholders, it was pretty much like if they weren't emailing, then they didn't have enough to do because the job was for everybody was so communication heavy. And so I thought, what if I could visualize email activity and sort of plot it on charts and graphs and so on? Could I then get a better idea of what I'm looking for of everyone's workloads and productivity. So I started looking for such a tool and I found that one didn't exist. And so I decided, well, hey, if I had this problem, if I had this need, there's gotta be lots of other business owners that need this. And so I'm gonna go ahead and create this. <laughs> I'm gonna build it myself. Now I'm not a tech guy, I'm not a dev or a coder. So, but I sort of, I found a team and I, and I progress or project the development of the app. That's, that segued me out of uh, my marketing agency, which I decided to sell and go full-time working on email analytics. So that brought me here. Nice. I absolutely love that. And, and especially like the, the true and true entrepreneurial form. If you see a problem, you see an issue, uh, you have it for yourself and then you start to solve it, not just for yourself. You, well, you find out you start to solve it, not just for yourself, but so many other people as well. So that's great. my first inclination. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> if I have this yeah. problem, there's gotta be others that have it and it's gotta be a Got to be a way to monetize that. Exactly, exactly. Scratching your own edge for sure yep. uh, leads you to those uh, great opportunities. So I, I know we touched on it a little bit when I read your bio, you did as well. Could you take us through email analytics, exactly how it works and how it serves the clients that you have? Absolutely. So 
it's really meant for any business who has remote employees, or even if you have in-house employees and you just want a better, better visualization of, of what their email activity looks like, it's, it, it, it works for, for anyone. I find that it particularly is useful for sales teams and customer service teams because there are critical KPIs that those types of teams have. For instance, average email response time is a huge one uh, for sales and customer service teams. The faster you can respond to new leads, the more conversions you're going to get. And same with fast response times to customers. It makes them happier. It makes them more loyal, makes, which obviously all contributes to revenue. So email analytics is really simple. I wanted it to be easy. So what you do is you just essentially just log in with your Gmail account. So it works with Gmail or G Suite. And that's, that's it. it. It goes to work after you log in and it starts to collect your email history. And then it automatically just is it some graphs for you. And if you want to bring in your employees or your team members, you just send them an invitation to the app. They accept it by clicking a link. They log in with their Gmail account and boom, the app goes to work and collects their data. And of course it plots it on charts and graphs and it lets you compare your team members against each other and things of that nature. So like I said, average response time is probably the most important and popular single metric that the tool offers people, but it offers a whole lot more than that. Like what's your email activity in terms of sent emails and received by day uh, or even by hour of the day, which is really popular. You can kind of see what times of day people are working, you know, what happens when they take lunch, what time do they come back from lunch, things like that. So that's really sort of a high level view of what the tool offers. When you have that, that information, you can then go improve where you find problem areas. So if somebody you know, if you find that one of your team members is managing 300 emails a day and another is managing 100 emails a day, there's a disparity workload balance there. And you start to work to rebalance those workloads in a way that makes more sense for everybody. Yeah, that makes so much sense. And I think it's extremely powerful. And as you kind of said, a lot of times when you obviously it's great to have that data, but to be able to like make those decisions from that data takes things to another level. And as you, you kind of touched on too, I, I was thinking like a lot of times I started to look at a lot of kind of activity tracking because you don't really sometimes know where or how you're spending your time. So that's why I love that aspect where you're able to see, you know, how responsive you are yourself, but also with team members and get to understand, you know, just that activity and how often those emails are sent out is really great data because you can begin to make those strategic and correct decisions based off of that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, it's so powerful. If you've, if you've got a list of your top 10, you know, sales performers, and one of them has an average response time of, let's say, 10 minutes, and, and your worst performer has an average response time of two hours, you can give them that hard data and you can say, hey, you know, let's get your, let's work on getting your response time down from two hours down to, down to one hour by next month. Okay. And by doing that, you can measure a market a marked increase in conversion rates because lots of studies have shown that, that, that they correlate. And when you have that data, you can show your people that data and then you can improve that, those aspects of your business. So yeah, it all starts with knowing yeah. <laughs> the power of knowledge, right? Exactly. Knowledge is power. Definitely. So I appreciate you for creating, you know, tool to be able to help us uh, learn and get all that knowledge so that we can be more effective oh, absolutely. and efficient. And I, I wanted to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce. And this could be for your business or yourself personally, but what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? Yeah. In terms of what sets us apart, there are several competitors out there that offer somewhat similar services as we do. Our services, in, I'm, okay, I'm biased. I'm biased, but, but our services are, are better. <laughs> we offer far more insights. We offer far more, far more metrics and uh, charts and graphs and features and functionality and you name it. And 
not only that, but we offer it at a lower price point than our competitors do. <laughs> so you get the best of both worlds. The reason why we can offer it at a lower price point because uh, I, I learned how to run a fully remote uh, team while I was running my marketing agency for the last nine years. And that's what I'm doing with email analytics as well. And so we're not paying for office rent or electricity or janitorial services or any of those other types of overhead. We run an operation and so we can pass on those cost savings to our customers. Yeah. Awesome. 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 So I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Yeah. What I've found throughout my last 10 years or so of, of being a CEO and an entrepreneur is that you will get stressed out and it will happen not infrequently, uh, unfortunately. <laughs> and I, I think you could probably relate, Gresh. Yes. Fortunately and, or unfortunately. <laughs> yes. And I think that really important thing about being a CEO is you need to learn how to respond to that stress when you start to feel stress or anxiety and you need to know how to protect against it. And what I've found is actually that defending against stress is a really good way of addressing it sort of before it becomes too much of a problem. So for instance, I try to live a lifestyle that sort of gives me the upper hand so that I'm prepared to deal with stress and anxiety. So for me, this means staying physically and mentally healthy. So I drink lots of water every day. I walk, I like take my dog out for a walk, you know, for three to five miles or so I work out on days where I don't walk. Well, I walk every day. And then I, every other day I'll, I'll do like weights and, and other sorts of workouts. I'd like to spend, I like to make sure that I spend free time doing things that are completely non-work related. So I play video games with my wife and, you know, play or practice guitar um, or play with my dog, things like that. Not a lot of other stuff we can do right now amidst the, the, the <laughs> pandemic. But so we're kind of limited to sort of those, those things right now. But that's how I like to stay mentally and physically equipped to deal with the pressures of, of being a CEO. And so for me, that would be my, my sort of hack is prevent the problem or mitigate it before it even starts. Awesome, awesome. So now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget. So this could be a word of wisdom or a piece of advice. Could be around email productivity. Could be something you might say if you were to hop into a time machine. You would tell your younger business self. <laughs> okay. So I'm a marketer. You know, for the last nine years, I ran the marketing agency, and so I, I consider myself a marketer at heart. But my first, I've got two bits of advice. But my first bit of advice is non-marketing, and it's because I am in the middle of starting a tech company that is email analytics. And so what I've learned is that if you are a non-tech person and you want to start a tech or a software business, you need to start by getting yourself a good CTO. Mm -hmm. So I made, I made some big mistakes and wasted a lot of money on trying to go with cheap or cheaper offshore outsourced development services and companies. And I spun my wheels for two years before finding an offshore company that could actually build the app that I wanted. But as I grew, as email analytics grew, and as the demands that I had and the needs that I had grew, they were no longer able to support me and what I needed for the business. And that's because they weren't in the same time zone. They, did, they were just, you know, they were allocating sort of you know, one or two project managers to me, but that just wasn't enough because those project managers were split among other clients that they had. So I just couldn't get enough time and resources. And so I finally decided to hire myself a CTO, an in-house CTO. And that was the best thing I've ever done for email analytics. Somebody who worked directly with me on my hours, 
you know, shares my vision and my enthusiasm. So that's my first tip. Find yourself a CTO if you're a, te- if you're a technical, a non-technical founder. My other tip is on the marketing side. Now, this is where my expertise really is. And I wholeheartedly endorse investing in SEO and content marketing, and they really go hand in hand. It is really the, the only uh, thing that I invest in from a marketing side for email analytics, and the returns are absolutely phenomenal. In particular, I would recommend a, a tool called Ubersuggest for using for keyword research. I really like that tool. And then hire a writer to write for your company blog, target the right keywords, essentially just invest in SEO and in creating great content and it will pay off. And sometimes it, it'll pay off very quickly. So that would be my, my, my sort of marketing side nugget. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. So now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Jason, what does being a CEO mean to you? Yeah. When I think about what it, what being a CEO means, I, there are really three sort of facets that come to mind. Number one is leadership. Obviously you have to be a leader. Number two is being a visionary. Visionary and leadership, they kind of, they kind of blend together, but they're, they're distinct enough that I, I sort of think of them in two different parts. The visionary is the, is the person who sets the, the goals for the team, and the leader is the one who ensures that the goals are executed on. That's sort of how I think about it. And then the third component is to be the motivational engine behind the operation or behind the team. Somebody's got to keep the team, keep the team moving forward, come to work every day, and essentially breathe that motivation into people. And I think that's also the role of a CEO. And by the way, I know what it's like to be a CEO who has lost motivation because that's what happened to me in my last business. And that's why I ended up selling my business was because I, I came to the conclusion, the realization that if I was my own employee, I would fire myself. And I thought to myself, I am not being a good motivator for my team. And that's because I've lost my passion. And so I know what I need to do. I'm no longer equipped to be a CEO of this particular business anymore. Where my passion was, was in email analytics. I wanted to build this tool. And so that's sort of really important, I think, for CEOs to have that drive, that motor. And if you start to lose it, be honest with yourself and consider what your options are for how to get it back or how you could change lanes, perhaps. Absolutely. I, I love that. The, the kind of like the three rungs, leadership, vision and, and motivation and being able to kind of understand, like just kind of like the the the. I guess the legs of a chair and make sure and seeing how important they are. But I appreciate you for, for adding that part in about the motivation. Cause I think a lot of times when we first start, sometimes ventures that we have, not only do the ventures evolve, not do not only do they look different or they pivot and they change, but we also change as well too. So sometimes our motivations um, have evolved or they change and we're looking for different challenges or different things to do. So I commend you for being um, you know honest and looking you know in the mirror and then making those steps in order to, to get that uh, kind of motivation uh, gear up up and rearing again yeah thanks Gresh. appreciate that problem at all well i definitely appreciate that perspective and i appreciate your time even more jason so what i wanted to do was patch the mic so to speak just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know and of course how best they can get a hold of you and find out everything that email analytics is all about yeah sure so uh, i've got my co-host and i just started a, a podcast about just a few months ago it's called the entrepreneur cast you can find me there you can also find me at emailanalytics.com. That's where the blog I run. I'm on Twitter as well and LinkedIn. So go ahead and find me and connect with me. I, I love to connect with, with, with new people and, and network. And my final piece of advice that I would give is something that I've learned over the course of the last 10 or 11 years of being a CEO. And that's really just to treat your customers the way that you want to be treated. Ultimately, your customers are your best marketing asset and it pays off 
many times over when you treat them, when you go above and beyond and make them feel like they're special. So that's, that's my sort of parting bit of advice. I love that and, and definitely appreciate that. And I think um, I, we will definitely have the links and information in the show notes so that everybody can follow up with you, subscribe to the podcast and find out all the awesome things uh, you're working on. And I think it, it goes so far to follow the golden rule and treat you know others the way you want to be treated. If we're talking about clients and customers to really roll out that red carpet and provide that uh, really phenomenal experience. So I appreciate you for reminding us of that again. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.